Um, okay, here. What do we got? Episode episode five. That's uh-huh. where we're at right now. Right. Episode five of Dad's Hash, and I literally just finished Ozark like ten minutes ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think we should just start with the review because it's fresh in my mind. I'm sure it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. But holy. Oh my God. You can say it. You can say it. So just holy uh, shit there you go uh-huh um and this review i don't want to like i don't want to re- let's not review this and and give i don't even want to have to say spoiler alert i just want to talk about i've i started watching this the last seven episodes friday night at what time did i text you like 8 30 when i said it's marty bird time i think it was about yeah. 8 30 i pulled myself away from the tv screen at 1 45 and I and I'm like I got, I just I've got to go to bed, I've got to go to bed. I got to regroup and then I'll watch the remainder. Um, this I, this show and and I can say this without giving anything away. It is the perfect ending to a perfect fucking TV show. Okay, no, yeah. I don't, there's no discussion about it. There's no debate. If freaking if if Jesus himself came back and started watching Netflix and watched Ozark and said, No, I don't like it, I would say, Liar. Okay, you're a liar. <laughs> because I've never been more satisfied with a show and how it ended. I was like, Oh my god, this is this is they they did it right. Yeah, they definitely did it was a perfect ending. And it was an ending that I definitely didn't expect. Mm-mm. I at all. I thought nope. I thought some crazy. I mean, it was a crazy, crazy ending. I thought yeah, the I thought opposite it was gonna be crazier than that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I the thought it was opposite was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I don't even know. It's really it's kind of hard to like speak my emotions on it. Yeah. But you're. I mean. Oh my gosh! Just watching the last seven episodes and I kind of forgot that like this is still like this is still technically season four. There's yeah. just four seasons, but just it's like season two four parts. Yeah. two parts. Um I just like I was in awe every single episode. It well it's just it's it it doesn't matter who's on screen. It it it's shot perfectly. It's written perfectly. Everyone is phenomenal in it. The setting is great. The drone shots of o- the Ozarks and all of that, you know, it's just, it, it, and I just can't tell you my love for Jason Bateman. I mean, the guy is just, the guy is, he's just perfect. I mean, he, he's literally a comedian. He's, he's almost a, more of a comedy actor, but he is phenomenal in, dra- in drama. Like it's just, yeah. But uh, this show and, is just, I, I like we've said it before, how anyone says they don't like it because you said everything you need is there. Like, every, it's all there for you. Like you don't need anything else. Yeah, everything that you need to craft a perfect television show is in Ozark. Yeah. Every, there's not one character that I am not just like completely amazed by when it comes to like just acting and like dialogue and all that right. stuff. Like every single character has like the most perfect arc. Mm-hmm. 
the and, writers, and I know they have different writers because uh, you you know if you watch the yeah. credits, there's always it's not like it's just one person you know doing not, and they have different, exactly they have different directors and I mean every single character just has like these insane motivations. Um, the cinematography, especially watching, I mean the cinematography overall on that show is just like gold. I love it, but in these last seven episodes, I don't know if you kind of noticed the same thing, but there were some there were some scenes in these last couple episodes where I'm like, I could see this like on like a big screen. Like that's kind of the, the feel I was getting from it. Right. Like the silver screen. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought of it as like those last two episodes I was watching like El Camino from Breaking Bad. Right. It was, it just had like a different feel than, than like what the TV show was, like what the rest of the show was. Um, and didn't Bateman. And uh, yeah. Didn't Bateman direct the last one? I think his name was. On yeah, the last J- one. yeah, yeah. J- of course, in perfect fashion. I think he directed the first episode, and then he directed the last episode. I don't quote yeah. me on that, but I think that's kind of what I remember. Um, yeah, I just. Oh my god! So many. Oh my god! That's so many twists. So many twists in it and turns that we like. So when we first saw the trailer and we talked about things, and then those things. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about right now, but those things didn't end up happening in the scene that you saw on the trailer. And I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. You know, like, um, I know very cool. Yeah. There were moments, there were moments that just happened like so quick. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's happening right now. And then there were moments that were just like so late in the season. I'm like, Holy shit. Like every, every episode I watched, I was like, okay, I think I know how this is going to go. And then, the show just completely threw everything that I thought I knew <laughs> I out the window. I know. I know. And it's just Marty. God, Marty bird. I, I just, I find him to be probably my favorite character in TV history. <laughs> like I just, I just yeah, love him. And you know, I was thinking about this too. Like, obviously Ozark has had a pretty big impact on, you know, fan bases and just like overall viewers to where like Netflix was like, okay, like, you know, finish it out. Like they weren't going to cancel it. Right. Ozark is way too good of a show for like, what am I trying to say? I I just feel like Ozark is not talked about enough. I'm sure it is. I'm not on social media like a lot of people are nowadays, but like, I just, I mean, you know, like comparing it to Breaking Bad, like today, everyone still talks about Breaking Bad. Right. You know, we got Better Call Saul, El Camino. Everyone is always talking about Breaking Bad. And I just feel like that is not the case with Ozark. And I don't get it because it's a perfect show. Well, and I, you know, it's not like there's not a ton of people watching Netflix. So, I mean, it's like, I, I'm with you. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, plenty of people watching Netflix. It's like, like there's something for everything on, uh, for everyone on Netflix. Yeah. And, and that show gets a lot of views. So I just, I, I'm with you. You don't, people don't talk about it a lot. You just don't hear about it. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. And that's the thing too. Cause like when I get, if I see like a post about, you know, Ozark or something like that, you go to the comic, the comments and you're like, like everyone is saying, oh, best show ever. Like Marty Bird is the shit. I love right. Wendy, all this stuff. So like whenever I see like a, a comment chain like that, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like me and my dad are not the only ones watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, I know. Uh, uh, yeah. I know uh, Aunt Trisha and uh, Jason, they, I know they, uh, they're behind actually, unless she's caught up. They, they hadn't even seen, I don't think the first part of season four. <laughs> like, so yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know they got they got a lot on their on their plate with the little ones running around, so it's not as easy, you know. But um, but I I'm with you. I don't know why it's just not talked about because it's just it's just the best. It's the best. I couldn't 
like I couldn't pull the trigger on the last episode. So I got up, let's see, I got up this morning. No, how did I do this? When did I watch it? Friday night? Majority of a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Saturday morning. Got up um, on about six hours sleep. <laughs> got the coffee. <laughs> went down and watched. I think I had two episodes left. I think that's how it worked out. Oh my God. I think when I got up on Saturday morning, I had two episodes left. I watched one and I couldn't pull the trigger on the last one. I, I couldn't do it because I didn't want it to end. So I just, <laughs> I just, I went about my day. I just did a bunch of shit and got stuff done. And we had Kylie had prom and then we got back last night and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not going to watch this tonight either. I could get, so I got up this morning, <laughs> got up this morning. That's yeah. And yeah, I, cause that's I want to, I was feeling too, yeah. kind of, well, cause you know, like last night went to dinner, um, had a couple cocktails and, had another one. I want, I want my, I want my brain to be clear when I watch this. I want it to be clear. So I got up this morning with coffee and watched, <laughs> but Oh my God, it's just so good. But yeah, I don't, I don't really want to go. I'm not going to go into details. Maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks we can go into more when we've given people a chance yeah, to watch I, it. I just also want to say too, that like, oh, I, I don't know what the actress's name is. I'm going to have to look it up, but, um, plays Ruth, the girl, the girl who plays Ruth, I what, just, what is her name? She is phenomenal, She's phenomenal, great. like like elite tier acting. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Nick Cage level acting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nick Cage. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like I just, I, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy too because, you know, when this last part of the season, I would argue, is really about Ruth more uh-huh. than anyone. And oh just, God! Like, yeah, seeing how she changes because, like, you know, we saw her change like over the course of the show. Like, Ju- real quick, the character development for Ruth is insane. Julia Garner, Julia Garner. Okay, Julia. Yeah, she's yeah. phenomenal. Julia Garner. Um, whatever award, I I hope to God, I Ozark should be nominated for every single award. What is that? The is that Emmys? That's, yeah, yeah. So I hope Ozark wins every single Emmy, uh, every category because it deserves it. Um. But I will say, like, the scenes where she was on screen, I the, the, the little song that was playing, I'm just going to call it Ruth's Theme. I don't know if you ever noticed it. It was like a little piano. It was one of the saddest things because it would always play when, like, Ruth was, like, you know, talking to Wyatt or something like that. Right, right, yeah. Like, by herself, like, at, at, the, uh, at her trailer. And I'm yeah. like, this is one of the best characters I've ever seen in like the history of she, she's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. She won. She actually won in 2019 for, uh, won an Emmy for outstanding supporting actors in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know how that, I don't know how that works. I mean, I guess they would just nominate her again for a new season. Like how does that even work with TV shows? Uh, they, I mean, they can have multiple, they can just keep, you know, they, they can keep just keep you know, pumping them out. <laughs> well, yeah, they can, um, you know, because like movies or shows like Dexter, you know, you know, he Michael C. Hall. Yeah, was, that's true. You, you know, they I'll have to um, I didn't even think about looking up to see how many. I think she just won one trying to trying to Google shit and talk on a podcast. is kind of uh, kind of hard. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that anymore. So. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, if anyone needs a job looking up stuff for us <laughs> when we're talking on the podcast. Hey, uh, shoot us. Shoot us a text if you have some information. Um, yeah, we can't pay you at all, but make sure, uh, yeah, make sure to double check those facts. We don't want to f- throw out false information here on this podcast. <laughs> God forbid. 
<laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my take on, on, uh, just the greatest show ever. So and, yeah. And writing, I watched, I've watched acting, some really good shows. So. Yeah. I writing, acting, cinematography, production, design, whatever, anything that goes into making a production, Ozark has it all. And it does it just in beautiful fashion. You know what? And here, let me, let me clarify why, because you'll agree with me on this. Let me clarify why I think this is the greatest show ever. Mm-hmm. There was never a season where I got bored, was disappointed, nothing. Yes. You, you can watch shows, and some of my favorite shows, they've got that season in there where I'm like, what the fuck's happening right now? You know, like, I, I, yeah, <laughs> you're sticking with it, right? You're, you're, you're going with it, and you're like, okay, I'm just going to keep going here, you know, and you just have those really... You have like, you know, four or five freaking episodes in a row where you're like, what are they doing? How much buildup do we need here for the next thing? Ozark never has that. There's always something in an episode that makes me go, what just happened? What just I happened? I know. There's always just insane conflict, like freaking every five minutes that Marty has to deal with and he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Every time. Every time. And and, and like this on this season or on this on these final seven he better get nominated because hotel room when they're having a cocktail and he's sitting yes. at the end of the bed, he he's just, he's, he's done. Like he's mm-hmm. just like the tears are there. They're about to come out, but they're not, you know, they're not flowing yet. And you know, he just, he, he really deep down, Marty deep down is a good person. He doesn't want to be doing anything that he's doing. He doesn't want to be doing any of it. <laughs> like he just wants to play that arcade cabinet that he bought. Wants to play the arcade. He wants to. He wants to make sure there is money for his family. But I think he's over. I think he's over doing what he has to do to make that happen. But anyway, uh, and yeah, then so. you know, just on on top of that, you know, a lot of shows they drag out for a lot of seasons. Right. Ozark was four seasons. That's all you get. And like you said, there is not one dull moment. No, it's a perfect show. And there's even there's even shows that are right around that sixth, you know, they just do six seasons, which isn't mm-hmm. that long to compared to some shows. And even yeah. a show that does six, there's there, the ones that I've liked. It, there's just been that one season where I'm like, mm-hmm. what did we do? Yeah. Did we did we phone this one in? <laughs> did we? <laughs> I just there's just not like out of the four seasons. It's like I remember each season so vividly. Because yeah. I know, like the 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 vibe that you're getting with each, with uh, with each season. Number one, they're just getting right into it. Number two, Marty's scared of Wendy. Number three, <laughs> you got the you got the whole like Ben the the whole Ben Davis arc. And then number four, they're just I'm I'm not gonna even talk about it. Um, number four, they're just they're doing their thing, and it gets freaking crazy. Number four. Anyway, yeah, that's it. We did. We we talked yeah. fifteen minutes about Ozark. So. Yeah, Ozark. Ozark is too good of a uh, too good of a show to spoil. It's we, just it's something. It's yeah. like a. It, if you like TV, if you're a TV watcher, Ozark is something that you have to watch. You have to watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, we pump somebody up here that hasn't seen Ozark. So. Yeah, and also too, I think we're just biased when it comes to certain things. So. You know, I bet there's someone out there who's like, yeah, Ozark's like mid. It's like, okay, bro. You know what I'm biased? You know what I'm biased to? I'm biased to things that are good. Okay? That's, That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's good, it's good, you know? Right. Uh, well, before we God. move on, before we move on, um, how your, uh, 
are you in break mode right now for your finals, or what are you doing? You, did you take a what break? Mean, oh, oh God, I didn't even study today. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing all day today. No. <laughs> are you studying well, after this? Because I was like, because I was like, damn it, Dad watched all of Ozark, and we have a, we have a freaking episode coming out Tuesday. It's like, how could I not just, you know, talk about it? So you've so, been doing that all day. Yeah, so that was my studying today. I was going through Ozark and watching the last season and trying to take mental notes on what to talk about. <laughs> it, it actually sounds more productive than actually studying for college. No, courses. I guarantee you. No, no, it is. It is more productive. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You well, know, um, um, but, you know, I, I got a test tomorrow. I'll just uh, stay up and do my studying then. Yeah. Marty Bird comes first, always. Absolutely. I, okay, here's the deal. I know you have some stuff from CinemaCon. I haven't. Here's here's I really haven't looked. I didn't look at a whole because I knew we were kind of this is more of a kind of a shorter episode that we're probably mm-hmm. going to do based on our schedules and stuff. I really didn't look much up because the thing about CinemaCon they tell they just tell you reactions about things. They don't give you any. Yeah, footage. CinemaCon's weird. I know. So like, like I would look at an article and be like, uh, footage of John Wick Four reaction is crazy. I'm like, well, wait a minute, do I get to see the footage or <laughs> like I don't want to hear about people's reactions. I don't care. Um, I know what my reaction to John Wick 4 is going to be. I want to see it, but I hear that John Wick has nunchucks in number four. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, the last article I saw, it said um, f- fan reaction of, of John Wick. He's unstoppable with nunchucks in, in footage. Of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, now we're, now we're getting somewhere. Okay. <laughs> we, got, okay we got John flipping. <laughs> I didn't even know they were showing John Wick four footage. I They're showing no everything, idea. but they but you just don't oh, get to see God. it. You know, yeah. But I, we don't have yeah, to talk. Freaking... We'll wait for things to start drop. You know, dropping and like trailers and stuff. So. Oh yeah, I John Wick with nunchucks. Well, that makes sense. Be, um, he's got Donnie Yen and um, Hiroki Sonata as like his two older friends. I think that are coming to help him out. It's gonna be some good stuff. I it, the same article also said that um, there's a lot of cars involved. That's all it said. A lot of cars. He better have his. He better have his car. Well, it would make Lord. sense. It would make sense because um. Oh, what's the what's um John Linguizamo's character's name? The the car shop guy. Uh, I'm not sure. Just but like the mechanic guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's had some time to start working on this. Now you know he remember he got his he got it at the beginning as two. He took his car on the yeah. on the trailer, and um, and he said he could fix it. So I hope he gets his car back in in four. That'd be great. What he, what he say? He's like, John Wick's like, are you able to fix it? And he goes, yeah, yeah I'll have it done by like Christmas of like next year or something no, no, like that. No, no, no. He said, you know, he said like, uh, I think he said, I'll, I'll have it done by Christmas of 2032. I think it's what he oh, said. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So do you want to, I know you had a couple things or do you want to talk about Batman real quick? Well, we can just go. We can just kind of go rapid fire of like what's been going on at CinemaCon because one of the things that happened at CinemaCon, CinemaCon was Batman Two is officially confirmed. I saw that. Yep, I saw that they yeah. were. Yep, they presented by Matt Reeves himself. Nice. Well, yeah. Let's just, so, and let's then just... you finally watched Batman, and we're finally talking about it on the pod. Well, I finally watched it. I watched. I've watched it three times now uh, over the course. Actually, of, yeah, like over the course of like piecing it together because I wanted to just kind of. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I, well, you know, you know how I watch things. One, I watch it once. Oh, yeah. Like, I watch it once in the media room. Everybody get the hell out of my way. Let me focus in on this. And then I, I kind of just piece it together when I'm working out or whatever. So, um, yeah. You know, okay, so you know when this all started, when the whole Batman thing started. Because, God, when did this start? 
they remember they were making this before the pandemic, right? Well, I I remember seeing the first teaser for Batman during DC Fandom, and that was uh, God, that was last year. Well, yeah, that was last year. No, then but it got remember delayed. because it got delayed. But remember there were delays during shooting because of things. Yeah, going like before on. We even saw a trailer. Right. Yeah, yeah. So and remember, do you? I know that you remember this when you told me that Robert Pattinson was playing Batman. It was like for me. I was like, God damn uh-huh. it. Like, I don't, what are we doing here? Uh, because my love for Batman is like, that's my, that's my superhero. And I, do you really yeah. call Batman a superhero? I mean, he's, he's a guy that just, Oh no, absolutely. Like yeah. he's, well, if you're like talking about comics, like Batman is like one of the, like the superheroes, you know, it's I like, know, but like it's as Batman far as, and Spider-Man, right. But those okay. are the two superheroes. Yeah. But like Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man bit by a spider, like, Batman's literally just a dude that puts a suit on and because he still gets beat up, he gets bruised up. He's not like, you know, he can't heal himself, you know, like with some crazy. (laughs) um, But I'm not a comic book guy. I've never read a comic in my life. I'm just a, okay. I like superheroes and things like that because of movies. I love movies. So for me, it started with Michael Keaton, right? So Michael Keaton, Batman, I don't know. I was probably, I was probably about 14, 15 when that came out. Game of course. changer. <laughs> yeah, game changer. I mean, freaking, okay, Michael Keaton, Batman, it's great. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we had some Clooney's, and those didn't go too well, and, you know, that kind of thing. But then, for me, the the Christian Bale trilogy was like, holy hell, this, this is our Batman right here. Now, mind yeah. you, we've talked about this. Christopher Nolan, as good as of a director as he is, sometimes he's not. Like, like you know, and it's like his. So yeah, I mean, like his. I mean, you can't say yeah, you can't say that Christopher Nolan is a bad director. No, but his you know, his his editing and his sound is just horrible. At yeah, times and, and that that just depends. I mean, at that point, that just depends on like the editor and like the sound guy. But like even then, there's just shots that the editor has to take from the shoot that right. Christopher Nolan directs, and it's like how did how did Chris Nolan miss that part where Batman doesn't hit a guy and that guy falls over? Right. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, literally just falls back in a scene. Um, yeah. When it's not, and it's not even like Braveheart where there's like uh, 200 extras. There's like literally like seven guys. Like, so somebody could catch yeah. that, you know, like, um, yeah. But, and you know, as far as that though, you know, do you think Quentin Tarantino's not in the editing room when he's making his movie? I mean, like, yeah, it definitely depends. Like, I mean, you know, I think we're a little closer to, like, Tarantino as far as, like, we would w- rather watch more Tarantino movies than Christopher Nolan movies. Right. But, like, in, I, yeah, you know, I mean, if you really care about your project, like, you're probably going to be in that editing room with notes and stuff. I mean, that's that's what I do. And and say, and say, wait a minute, Batman just swung and he didn't hit that guy. We need to, we need to remove that part of the, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, this movie, first of all, I'm sold on Pat. I mean, my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but yes, I'm sold on Pattinson. I, I just, he's so good. Like he, the yeah. suit, the Batman suit in this one is it's just perfect. So freaking cool. It's just so cool. Yeah. The freaking Batmobile as being just a regular car, but souped up. I'm like, Oh, this thing's badass. Um, I know. And, uh, and as far as Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves just, he made a beautiful movie here. I mean, yeah, he did. It's it's like I can tell you, you this. Like lose your breath a little bit. I can tell you this. Matt Reeves was in the editing room. Okay, he was in the editing room. No, <laughs> well, no, no. I'm pretty sure he edited it himself. Well, there you go. That says everything yeah. right there. Like, 
<laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. There's a, cause I remember there's photos of him like in the editing room doing it himself. This, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep kind of talking a little bit. This, sh- the, the, well, you know me, I, the, well, probably one reason I love Batman is I'm, I love these dark, I love these dark scenes and these, these, you know, creepy scenes because the scene where he is in the, um, uh, after the, the, well, the very first crime scene, you know, he's the cop takes him in there, dude, that yeah. is that, it, that was like taking seven and throwing Batman into the scene. And it was awesome. Like mm-hmm. everything about that apartment was like seven when they were going through John Doe, but it was, I mean, the guy who got killed wasn't a serial killer, but, um, it just had the feel with the lights on the sides of the walls and stuff and, and the darkness and things like that. And it was just, um, so for me that, and then God, the freaking Nirvana song playing. Oh, and oh my God. Could you, yeah. I mean, you can't pick a better song for that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, first of all, real quick, I was going to say, uh, Matt Reeves doesn't have an editing credit on like mm-hmm. IMDB. It's two other people. Um, William Hoy and Tyler Nelson, but I'm pretty sure I saw photos of him in the editing room. So like, obviously he's going to make a bigger impact towards the movie when he's in the editing room. But anyway, right. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like something in the way when, when it played the first time mm-hmm. when Bruce is just looking at the mayor's kid, looking at another orphan, right. Or kind of an orphan. Cause I guess like the mom was still alive. Right, right, like, yeah. Well, he yeah, is looking at a kid who lost a parent. It's just like, Oh my God. Yeah, Batman has a thing for kids. Like obviously cuz you know, especially a kid lose a parent, you know, cuz he's yeah, you know, based on the situation, but yeah. And that music kicked in, and I I had known about that song being in there prior to seeing the movie. Um mm-hmm. dude, that that song, okay, that song was made in 1991. That song is in heavy rotation here on WBN. Like it play they play mm-hmm. that song on WBN all the time. And it's so cool that a song from 1991 is in rotation in 2022. Solely because of a movie. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's just like, it's like you've gone back in time when it comes on the radio. You're like, what the hell? This is awesome. You know? So I know, um, <laughs> but, um, and the nineties, you know, obviously it was a good time to go back. So, um, but yeah. yeah, that, that was, it's just, God, it's just a freaking great movie. Oh my God. It's so good. And, and I'm always going to have a soft spot for Christian Bale and, you know, freaking the Joker, Heath Ledger playing the Joker. But Paul Dano as the Riddler is, where did he, how did he even go to a place to play this guy? <laughs> like, like, I, yeah, you want to talk about going dark. I mean, like, and I don't want to give it away, but and I, I won't. But at the end, he's talking to Batman and the what he did in that scene, nah, yeah, know, he would no, <laughs> he would. This is not the way it's supposed to go, you know. Like it was, like it was so, like it, he's so good, and, but and just so he's, you know, he's such just a, he's not a guy you would think when you're looking at him, like oh this guy's gonna kill people, right? Like he's just not that guy. Yeah, he's, he's Paul Dano, but he was phenomenal. Colin Farrell. The makeup that they did on Colin Farrell as the penguin, it, Joe Rogan didn't even know it was uh, Colin Farrell. Him and another guy were oh. talking. Listen, so they're talking about on the podcast, and I think he was talking to Brendan Schaub, and Schaub's like, "Have you seen Bat- New Batman?" He's like, "Yeah, I finally saw it. it's really good." And he's a big Rogan's a big uh, Christian Bale guy, 
Uh, he mm-hmm. loved, he thinks it's the best. He's the best Batman. And uh, they were talking and he goes, well, I think it worked because, you know, there were a lot of actors in there that were playing that you didn't even know who they were. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like, and all of a sudden Brendan Schaub goes, well, Colin Farrell's the penguin. He's like, what? He goes, that was Colin Farrell. <laughs> like he had no clue. But uh, yeah, in that scene, one scene I'm going to talk about, um, dude, when Colin, when he, when Batman's chasing the penguin mm-hmm. and his car turns upside down and the upside down scene of Batman walking towards him out down the road with it raining and there's fire, of course, another fire scene for me. Like anytime, anytime there's fire and rain, I'm gold. That's just, it's just, it's a perfect scene, but that scene, I'm like, Holy shit. This just kind of went to the top of the, the ranks on scenes right there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, I just think it's so funny how you just like, you had such low expectations going. And I remember watching, I remember showing you the trailer for the Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Like way be- like long before it came out, it was like that first teaser. I remember showing that teaser to you, mm-hmm. and I saw your expectations just get a little bit higher, but like you, you weren't quite sold on it just yet. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the the day after you watched it, you call me and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I just I couldn't I really couldn't believe it. I I mean from the from the first frame from the first frame, I'm like, "Uh oh, we got ourselves a movie here, don't we?" <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I just love how like how the Riddler was talking throughout the movie. Like his voice is like mm-hmm. so deep. It's like, oh, like I, I'm trying to think of like one of the Riddler, like the one of the riddles that he said. Like, oh my god, what was one of them? I say it all the time. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but like just the way, yeah, it's just great. Well, and um, um, I know I know Matt Reeves. He he's co-writer. There were there were a couple writers on this one, but um. The way they kept, I find writers just, just fascinating, um, yeah. to keep all the riddles, like for one to come up with the riddles, right. Come up with the riddles one and then keep all of them straight. And, and then, you know, I love how Batman is so good at, at answering riddles too. <laughs> how great was that? Like no yeah, matter, he's like, he lies still. <laughs> yeah. No matter who's reading it in the room. Everybody else in the room is completely confused. Like, what is this? And and then Batman just off to the side, just boom's got the answer. You know, like yeah, he's, he's got the answer to the riddle. Yeah, every <laughs> every riddle he had the answer to it quickly. Um, yeah, but that's my. That, it's I, I hate to say it, but it probably moved to my top of my list for Batman movies. I, I oh, absolutely. Well, I, I was about to ask you, like, what are your, what are your top three Batman movies? Cause I'll give you my three right now. You give me your three first. Okay. Oh God. Do I even know? <laughs> okay. 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 This is, um, this is not, this is a list based off of pure and en- like enjoyability and just like my childhood experiences. Batman begins is number one. That's cause the first one I showed you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, I tell a lot of people I told I told Michael Uslan when I met met the guy that explain I that. met the Batman producer. Explain Michael Uslan real quick. Just explain that. Real yeah. Quick. Well yeah. Uh so through my program and stuff, I met the Batman producer, Michael Uslan, and I had a conversation with him and me and my other buddy. Uh it was just me and this kid and we just talked to Michael for a while and I got the inside scoop on, you know, the Pattinson Batman movie uh 
heck, maybe two weeks before it came out. I'm not even really sure, but like he was like, you know, this is a movie that you need to watch twice. You know, you're going to, you're going to pick up on things the second time that you completely missed the first time. And he said that like they were planning, you're like over the course of three movies, you're going to see this Bruce Wayne go from, you know, PTSD revenge driven to a symbol of hope. And like, you kind of saw that at the end of the movie anyway. Right. Right. So, but yeah, like, uh, yeah. And if, I, I remember the first time I met, I met him twice. Cause I met, I, I met to, him the first time. You went to the it? Oscar. He hosted the Oscar when the Joker came out. Yeah. 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 So I, I met him the first time at this Oscar watch party because he had produced, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie and you know, the one that Todd Phillips directed. So I met him there the first time and I walked up to him like, Hey man, like, you know, this is crazy for, to me. Like I've never met anyone like this, you know, high up in the industry, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I'm like, yeah, I mean, Batman Begins was the movie that I saw as a kid where I was like, how did they do that? Right. You know, like that was Batman Begins was like the start of like my film obsession. And you could throw in Super 8 in there too, but like just because like you show me Batman Begins and I remember you basically building a bat cave in the basement. Like you put up like like blankets and sheets and you like pinned them to the ceiling and we had like the big green couch in the basement. That's yeah. That's when we had the L shaped couch. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it was all in the basement. Mom was gone. And remember I put Kylie to bed like cause Kylie was younger. We got her in bed and I had, yeah, I had all the sheets hanging from the, uh, and then we sat in the cat and we watched it downstairs when we had the TV down in the main room down there. Yeah. On the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, and I I told him about all that. I'm like, yeah, my dad used to like basically make a bat cave in the basement, and we like we would watch Batman Begins. I remember <laughs> I told him like, yeah, Batman Begins was the movie that, you know, just got me obsessed with this whole film thing. And he goes, he goes, man, that makes me just so happy. I'm glad you like had that moment with your dad and stuff. And uh, but then like even back then, like that was heck. Joker came out in 2019, I think. I think because so. it was before COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was at school freshman year. Um, yeah, another, and even then, I, another billion oh, dollar, another billion dollar movie for yeah, Michael Hunt. <laughs> seriously, good lord. Um, yeah. So, and I was, I asked him, I'm like, yeah, like, wh- what's what? What is Matt Reeves doing with the new Batman thing? And he's like, Matt Reeves has a phenomenal vision, and like, that's all I remember him saying. Like, he just like was not trying to tell any of these kids anything about the new Batman movie, right? And, um, but yeah, then I met the second time and we, we had a more in-depth conversation about like what Batman was going to be. And, but like just going off all that, like Batman begins is my number one. And then I think, I think it goes the new Batman with Pattinson. And then I think it goes dark Knight after that, because Batman begins, like I already explained it, like it was the first thing I got obsessed with and it's, you know, the beginning of Batman I just love seeing like his origins as he becomes a literal ninja. Batman is just a ninja. That's who he is. Right. And then I also love Scarecrow. I think I I really really hope that they use Scarecrow in the new bat in like the new Pattinson Batman movies because yeah. Scarecrow has a lot of potential and I think they can make him more like terrifying because this this Batman universe is already like really it's like already got those seven aspects and it's really scary too. Um, yeah, we'll talk about like, seven. We'll talk about seven one day. Oh yeah. We'll talk about seven one day, but, um, you know, for all you video game fans out there, like, 
Dad, you've seen me play like the Batman Arkham games. Like, oh, I used Xbox. to play. I used to remember when I, when the Batman Begins came out. I used to play the Batman. Oh, game. that was old Xbox. Yeah, that was like yeah. the original Xbox. Yeah, that yeah, thing came yeah. out. I would set and freaking just take Batman around Gotham and just beat the shit out of people with that game. It was so good. <laughs> but yeah, because like after that, they had like they had games that were not you know based off of like the movies. It was just Batman mm-hmm. Arkham, and there was like four of them. But in the new Batman game, the last, I think it was like Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight, Scarecrow is like the, one of the main villains in that. And he has like, his fingers are basically like needles and they're like the syringes. And he's like, Scarecrow is like barely a man. Like he is, he is something else. And I really hope that he is just like absolutely terrifying if they were to use him in like this new universe. Cause like he, he just fits, he fits. I got to tell you, I'm not prepared to give you three of them. I, 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 I mean, I feel like that I, if I say one or, or I feel like if I leave one out, I'm, you know, I like Christian Bale's going to know that I said it or, you know, Michael <laughs> Keaton's going to know that I said it. <laughs> What's well, the thing? It's like, I can't put, I, I'm not going to like feel bad about like not putting Keaton so right. Batman in my list. Cause that like, one I just didn't grow up with that. Yeah. Keaton. But like, it's still a freaking phenomenal movie. It's what started this whole damn thing. Well, and, and you know, you got freaking Jack playing the Joker, which he was just, yeah, it was, God, it was so good. And it was more, that Batman was very comic book, you know, it was very, oh, yeah. you know, um, as far as my favorites though, God, I would probably say, I would probably say dark Knight. One, mm-hmm. like the, I, w- I would put that at number one. I probably put the new Batman number two, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I probably put Keaton at three, just because I can't leave Keaton out. I can't leave that that <laughs> that version of Batman out. You know, I, I just can't do yeah. it. So, um, I'd like to throw Batman Begins in there, but I've I got Bell in there, so I'm happy with the, having Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I um uh, well also I just like on uh the topic of like Batman and Keaton, they also showed like the new flash trailer at CinemaCon. That guy's not going to have, he's not going to have a career, dude. No. Yeah. Ezra's I'm, I'm very curious what they're going to do with the, he got arrested again. Yeah. He can't, he just can't stop. Second time in the, within like three weeks or something like that. Like, dude, you're the flash. (laughs) You're the flash. Just, just, just stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. Ezra, do you realize that you're you are the Flash? Please stop. <laughs> I, I I mean, if somebody makes me Batman. All I'm doing every day is I'm working out to be better in the suit, and I'm just gonna say how how many movies do you need me in? I, I I'll set it home. <laughs> I'll set it home. I won't do a damn thing. I'll I won't touch a I won't touch a carb or a drink or you know nothing. You just tell me what you need to do, okay? I I just don't I don't get it. I just <laughs> I don't get it either. You have an opportunity. Um, to play a major and it's, it's yours until you just get too old. You know, I mean, it, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, God damn. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious what they're going to do. Like, are they just, there's going to be like multiple flashes in that movie. Cause he's going through time and stuff. So like, are they just going to take one of those flashes and be like, you're flash now, Ezra, you're gone. Make like, me I think flash. that'd be so funny. Hey, I'll yeah, be they- flash. <laughs> Anybody out there that's a producer, I'll be Flash. Just tell me what to say. Put the freaking mask on my face. 
I'm the same build. Dad is I'm the, the same new build. Barry Allen. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same build. I'm sure I could act and, and be good enough for the green screen. I, I think I can figure this out. So, Well, what I was going to say, just based off of like, you know, what what's happening with Ezra, like all these arrests and him just dancing in nightclubs that have like 12 people in it. You know, it's just, <laughs> he's all over the place. But, um, oh God. I guess, I guess they're actually like, they're, they're trying to market the film by using the fact that Michael Keaton is in the movie as Batman. They should. <laughs> yeah. They're marketing the flash movie by using Batman as a marketing tool. Yeah, which is just so funny to me. But and Keaton's what probably I was gonna say is Keaton's probably in yeah. what, ten minutes. Like, what do you think? Oh, who knows? Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I'm curious about that. I I don't know if he plays like a very crucial part in the whole thing or not. But mm-hmm. um, what I was gonna say is, I guess the the Flash trailer shows off like multiple Batman suits between like Affleck and Keaton, Zod, uh, and then I guess like the the footage or like the trailer ended with Keaton's like famous Bruce Wayne line where he's like, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts!" <laughs> like when he's uh, yeah. when he's in the um in the apartment with Joker, right? So, oh, that's yeah, great. I just love that the Flash movie is basically gonna be a Michael Keaton Batman movie. Hey, so. maybe you know what? I mean, you're a, you're a film student. How about how about we go get me a Flash suit and I'll do an audition tape. Yeah, let's just let, I'll make like a really low budget flash scene. Yeah, we'll send it and, in. <laughs> and with what I what I'm willing to do to to stay the flash and not get in trouble or, you know, not be found in a gutter somewhere. I'll just I'm here at the house. I'm drinking my water. I'm eating my spinach and <laughs> everything will be fine, you know? Like god Okay, Ugh. we're we're just going to go ahead and archive this episode and we're going to archive the conversation that we just had. Over the summer, we'll make it work. We're going to get Justin Reed in a very low budget, like Halloween costume level flash suit. And we're yeah. going we're gonna to make a flash scene. Well, because also too, in the flash, like, you know, all I got to do is pose. I just got to pose in a running. I got to yeah. run like, and then you're, then you just do the rest with the freaking CGI shit. So, I mean, that's all I got to do. Yeah. I'll just do the rest. Cause I know so much about CGI. Yeah. Good <laughs> Lord. Anyway. So that's I'll just my watch bat- a couple of, uh, Freddie W videos. Yeah. That's my Batman review. It's good stuff. Um, um, you, you, when you told me it was one of the best, you weren't lying about that. So yeah, I, uh, it's, it's gold and I'm probably gonna about to, I might watch it when I go to bed tonight. Just well, one should. more time. Oh yeah. What'd you, what do you think about, um, Barry Keegan's Joker? That oh. little, like little hint at the end. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? Um, well, I just I like any time that somebody's playing the Joker and they laugh hysterically like they like he yeah. did. <laughs> so good. Hey, did you? Is it is it on HBO Max that there's a deleted scene that they didn't use? That, oh yeah. So so what do you like when you're on HBO Max Max watching Batman? What do you do? You just have to wait till the end of the movie? Oh no no no! It's just if you just like if you click on it like on Batman when you go to HBO Max and uh-huh. you just like go down to extras, just like oh. just literally scroll down, it'll show like behind the scenes videos and like a deleted scene. But um, yeah, that there's a five minute, five minute or so deleted scene of Batman talking to Joker, like through like the prison cell, kind of like he was with. Riddler. Yeah. That's what, that, cause but, Brendan Shaw, Brendan Shaw brought it up. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like, Oh yeah. No, it's a, it's a full on scene. And like, I will say, I mean, it's not really a spoiler because, like, yes, I am in the movie, but um, he's he's very much like a Hannibal Lecter. It's like Batman goes to talk to Joker and he gives him files on the Riddler, and he's like, "I thought you'd like, I thought you would want to see this," and 
you know, like he's just kind of like getting like the insight of like what goes on in the serial killer's mind from the Joker. Right. And, yeah. I, uh, I, I good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Barry Keegan's Joker design. Uh, he's, he's messed up. Like his hair is like half cut. He's got all these scars. He looks sick. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that like that Joker just recently fell into that ACE chemical waste bin. Like right. he just came out of that acid. So right. yeah, it, it was interesting. And uh, that... he was freaky. And like, he was like, there's like a shot of like his, his fingers and his nails. Like he doesn't have, I think he was like chewing off his fingernails. Like he doesn't have fingernails. And like, oh. it's kind of like, it's kind of like John Doe. Like he, uh, his, his fingerprints, like the skin on his, oh, on yeah, his yeah, uh, yeah. fingers are like peeled off. Yeah. So is, is Matt it's crazy. Reeves, is Matt Reeves a super fan of, of seven or something? Cause there's a lot, there are a lot of things. I don't know. There, there's just the, the way it's shot and like certain dude, when they walked in that mayor's apartment, I'm, I was like, my God, this is, this is like seven. <laughs> It was it was so good, and then and then when they walked into the Riddler's place, like that, it was even more seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh oh. He's the, got the all notebook, those notebooks. The, the freaking notebooks, yeah. and like tiny writing and crammed into each line and stuff on the notebook. It was just like, oh my god, this is perfect. Yeah. No, it's beautiful, and uh, God, I just I can't wait. I can't wait for whatever the sequel is. A lot of people, uh, just because like I should I spoil the ending. No, or should I leave it? People? No. Well, just I'm just gonna say the word water, and because of the word water, uh-huh. and they a lot of people want Mister Freeze to be the villain of Batman too, and especially because like, could you imagine like a more like winter themed Batman? That's like always been a thing with the games. Batman's right. always fighting around like Christmas time, so I don't know. I think it'd be a good good opportunity to kind of like revitalize that character, and or just quick. bring back Arnold. Uh, no, let's, <laughs> let's not do that. Let's not do that. Oh my God. Um, and tell me this, um, and then we'll move on because um, <laughs> we've literally talked about Ozark and Batman and we're 45 minutes into this. I can't believe it. So No way. Are yeah. we actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, we had like one little John Wick moment there and then it just... <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, which is fine. But So um, you know how this basically starts out, it says year two. I remember in his, in yeah. Batman's, but so what's, what is, what is the reasoning there? Why is it year two, not a year one? Like is what's, I don't know anything about that. Or well, if you, and if you don't, we'll just look it up, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be way too much to look up now just to like go down. Oh no, I will. Look, I mean, we'll just, yeah. Yeah. But like, I know the movie took inspiration from like Batman year one. That's like, that's a comic. I think Batman year one mm-hmm. and like Batman, the long Halloween stuff like that. But, um, yeah, okay. I mean, I think I, I don't know. I appreciate them starting at like, you know, cause we, we have Batman begins, but like Batman begins was like, okay, here's how like Batman started with like the league of shadows. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like right into like Batman doing his crazy shit. Right. Like you never, you never really saw like the in between of like you know like him kind of like roughing it a little bit. Right. So I don't know. I just appreciate that's that's where they're starting. All right. Because everyone knows the Batman story. You know, we don't need all the origin stories again. Well, I just know I you know like when Batman because he has to like write everything down so he can remember stuff from mm-hmm. the night you know and and it just his notebook said year two or whatever. So um, yeah, I I'm interested. I wonder if there's going to be like certain time jumps over time and like maybe his suit gets a little more like solidified after each movie. Right. Um god, it's just that suit though. The cargo so, pants. Um Yeah, so anyway, that's um 
Yeah, we won't talk more any more about it in case somebody hasn't seen it. But you know, it's uh, it's yeah, on well, HBO. Well, I got Max. some more CinemaCon. It is, yeah. I got some more CinemaCon stuff. That was pretty um, much it. Yeah, tell me. Your, I got one other thing I'm, I'm going to talk. Well, maybe a couple, but one specific. Um, but yeah, go ahead and tell me. What yeah, you we'll just we'll rapid fire. Uh, CinemaCon 2022. So Sony announced another uh, a third Venom. I know you're pumped about that. Oh yeah, can't can't get more excited <laughs> considering I haven't seen either one of them. <laughs> Neither have I actually. I, and I I, I kind of want to watch. They are solidified as camp though. Like they are just campy movies. No, I know, and I like Tom Hardy, but I like Tom Hardy in The Revenant. I like Tom Hardy in in yeah where he's because he's a fun. He's just a great actor and. It kind of bu- it just kind of bugs me sometimes when somebody who's like in the Revenant or in these major dramatic movies and then they're in like talking to a freaking lizard coming out of them or whatever Venom is. I, I don't, <laughs> it's a symbiote dad from. Yeah. Come on, do you know? Well, you I guess I guess I should I guess I should watch them right because of the credit scenes from Spider Man. I mean, no, you don't no? need to watch them. Okay, good. No, they that was like. I was actually so incredibly disappointed about that because, like, I saw, like, the post credit scene for the second Venom movie, and it was like, oh, my God, Tom Holland's in, in that scene, and Venom's, like, now in the MCU, and then he just, like, wasn't in No Way Home. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. So I guess okay. Venom is well, never going to battle Tom Holland. Not, not going to put that on my list. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're also – Sony is also making a new Ghostbusters movie after the success of Afterlife. Nice. God, after yeah, life. I think, what a movie! I yeah, I don't know like what kind of route they're gonna go down. Like I don't know what kind of path, but uh, if it's anything like Afterlife, then you know, catch me in front row because Afterlife was a fantastic movie. Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it 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 sent me back to being a kid, and it because uh, I mean, again, first Ghostbusters was nineteen eighty four, I believe. Good year. Mm-hmm. Cubs went to the pennant that year in nineteen eighty four. <laughs> but uh it's the sh- the shit you remember like and, the, and then the shit you don't remember is like crazy um yeah yeah but it took me back to being a kid and oh my god the end of afterlife i i, I just had tears streaming down my face that movie it was so good it's so emotional at the end and yeah um, i mean it was it was awesome i just i i won't i won't spoil it for anyone but um obviously the ghostbusters are in it i just wish they were in the movie a little bit more yeah, they could have um, done. They could have shown up a few minutes earlier, I think. But you know, that's a that's a that's also a good thing about the movie because the original Ghostbusters cast didn't need to be there for that long to make it a good movie. Because right. Because it was genuinely just like, it was really well filmed, and Paul Rudd was great in that movie. You think he'll as be he back? Is in any movie? You think he'll be back? God, for... I hope. God, he's yeah. Make make him the fourth Ghostbuster. I mean, na- good lord, the national treasure himself. We'll have ourselves a Paul Rudd special one day too, because my God, that man—he <laughs> just brings joy top, to the <laughs> top ten Paul Rudd moments. Oh God! Oh, you know what mine is? Wonderlust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway, are you high? But, no. No, I'm as his, as his eyes are completely glassed over. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, well, that's cool. That I, I would I'd look forward to another Ghostbusters for sure. Yeah, uh, something else that uh, premiered at CinemaCon. I really hope that we get something soon. Uh, the new Salem's Lot trailer that James Wan's producing. I saw. Uh, I saw that that was, and they said it was pretty. I mean, there were pretty good reactions to it. 
I I didn't see any reactions. I I mean I can imagine it was pretty freaky. I hope God, because you know my love for the first one, the TV, the TV. Yeah, that's gonna be that's a good thing to reboot, like reimagine. Like I, I when that got announced, and then James Wan being attached to it, I'm like, James Wan should be attached to every freaking horror reboot ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's the same he's with the, Blumhouse. So he's the king. Yeah, Blumhouse, Blumhouse, and Wan together at all times. That would be fantastic. Um, I hope they do it. I hope they have the same setting as the original. Cause what makes the original so great? Yeah. The, and what year was that? That was, that was mid or those mid eighties, right? Maybe early eighties, maybe early eighties. I just, I just remember a TV movie about what three hours long or something like that. Yeah. It was a, it was a two, I think it was a two parter maybe or a three parter. I don't know, but um, yeah, kind of like it. It's on Tubi right now. If anybody, if anybody has Tubi. It's on there. Yeah, I um, need to go back because that, I mean, that that vampire is just freaky. Oh, it's great for that. And especially for that time period. Um, I know. Hold on here real quick. It's killing me. Let me, let me just. Uh, <laughs> you looking up the. Wait, let me look this up here. Sam's lot. <laughs> Hold on. Just yeah. everybody, everybody, like, everybody relax. Okay. No, I was a little off on this one. Um, hmm. 1979. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I knew that. So 1979, and with uh, David Soul, who played Hutch in Starsky and Hutch TV series, uh, and that would have been right after that would have been right after Starsky and Hutch got canceled '79 because they they only went about five years on that show. But um, yeah, it's just that setting. I hope they use the same setting because they had that small little town, and from and because uh, David Soul played like the guy who came back to town and was you know gonna. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but well, um, he, he used to. I need to watch it again. He had a family member that lived in the house or something. I can't remember exactly, but um, but from where his like his like little apartment was or or his like little hotel room, the window where he was writing because he was like a reporter, it looked mm-hmm. like directly up in this house that the that the vampire was in set up on this little hill about like yeah. a half a mile out of town. Like, and so there's this little windy road and it was just the coolest setting, you know, like you just this big house and then this little town down here and everybody knew what was going on, but nobody wanted to get involved, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, that's, I, I hope, well, I have no, I have no reservations about it. If James Wan's involved, none whatsoever. Yeah. It'll, no doubts. Yeah. No doubts whatsoever. Yep. And uh, so. I also, What's really exciting too? Do you remember the the brother or the kid from the second Strangers movie that got stabbed in the pool? Oh yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. He he's he's the main character in the the reimagining of Salem's Lot, so he's basically playing David Soul's okay role. All yeah, right. which I'm like, he's a phenomenal actor, uh-huh. and I think you know that was probably his big break. You know, I mean, like, I think this the second Strangers is great. And like for where for how it was filmed, where it was filmed, literally in our f- home freaking town. Yeah, just like, like literally, you walk through the the movie set. It was the craziest thing. I remember. Oh my god, this is this is a cool topic to talk about. I yeah. remember riding my bike and like sneaking through that film set when yeah. they were filming the second Strangers movie in Burlington, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, you guys went. You guys rode down the back road there, and it was it. They filmed it. That God, that street. I actually have driven down that. I drove down that street after, um, after they had gotten rid of all the the film stuff. That mm-hmm. street is f- 
fucking weird, man. I mean, oh yeah, no. I mean, for anyone who doesn't really know what we're talking about, we're basically this second Strangers movie was filmed in like this, like streets that would make you think it's a neighborhood, but like it's like deep in the woods a little bit. Like it, what it what it and there's just it, no houses. There's like two houses back there. Yeah, what it looks like to me is. A bunch it of was, empty lots with it was nothing a, on it. It was a housing development that was going to happen, and then it never mm-hmm. happened. And the creepiest yeah. thing about that place, that road, one, it's right next to that. It's right next to the the um, uh, jail, <laughs> the Boone yeah. County Jail, right? Uh, there's like a little mini prison camp for like, you know, not like crazy offenders, but like, you know, just has the barbed wire and stuff. But there's a road. You go back in this this road, and it turns into like there's streets. And then there's, you know, there'll be like a cul-de-sac, but there's no houses because it's just a little street. But if you keep winding back in there, there's literally two houses. There's a house at the very end of this development. And it literally sets at the, on the last street at the very end. And somebody fucking lives there. And I'm like, yeah, who in God's name lives in this house? Because... (laughs) It's like all my nightmares. When I drove down there one time and I actually saw the house, I'm like, nope. I just, I just put it, I put it right back in reverse, turned around and left. I went, I wasn't even going to pull in their driveway. I was like, no way am I pulling the driveway to turn around. You know, it's, it's really cool too, because like, I think I was running cross country around that time. And I think like when we would, you know, have practice at, you know, that park, Idlewild, that's right next to where they filmed it. We would like, we would sneak through the trails and run back there. And like, I remember it was, uh, yeah, we were running back there. We're just doing a little, like, you know, six mile, you know, yeah, cool down run or yeah, something like that. That's why it's by Idlewild. It backs up to Idlewild. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we like, we stuck through the trails and I remember seeing like a bunch of like film crew members, like on golf carts and stuff. And like crazy, we were like, we were deep in like the trees and stuff. And like, you know, they were obviously filming something and we were definitely not allowed to be back there, but we were. It was and, a good setting. Um, it was a good. It was a good setting for a movie too. Oh yeah. yeah, and like you know, just being on the set and just living, uh, you know, like us living around there, and then actually seeing the movie, like you know, finished. I'm like, oh my god, this is actually insane. Right. Like I can't even tell that it was filmed like in our hometown. But uh, one thing I'll say about that, uh, lastly, is do you remember the scene where the dad crashes into one of the trailers with like the minivan? Uh huh. And then the 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 main potato bag guy, he he just sits in the passenger seat and starts listening to music. <laughs> it's always like '80s music too. It's great. Oh, it's always yeah, yeah. And then like he just has like a little screwdriver and he just like you know uh-huh. stabs right in his neck. I remember seeing the aftermath of that scene one day because I saw the minivan crash into one of the trailers when we were like running back there. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, isn't that so cool? Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> And it's funny too. I always find it funny when a Hollywood movie, you know, I mean, probably everybody in the movie lives in California, right? It's being produced Mm -hmm. by probably somebody that's based out and, and how they go about finding a location where they do like of Mm -hmm. all the places, Burlington, Kentucky to film this. Like, I'm just like, how does that even come about? You know, like, well, you know, and like when it comes to that stuff, it's just, I think it's pretty much just getting in contact with like film commissions. Cause you know, like Cincinnati, like the Cincinnati film commission and stuff like that. And, oh, it's huge. You know, but like, my, um, but my thing is, yeah, it's crazy. But my thing is, it's not, it's not a big budget movie. Right. So it's not a lot of money to throw around. And you're telling me that like 50 miles outside of LA, there's not the same setting 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not we're not flying everyone into Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're not gonna put a, you know put them up in hotels. Like literally, like there's got to be an area just outside LA that where they could have done the exact same movie, found the exact same pool, you know, because that actually was filmed in California. The pool scene, that's like a yeah, that yeah. was filmed. I think. Yeah, was it? Is yeah, that what I said? Yeah, uh, I, don't quote us, but it's I'm, no, I think I'm pretty we're sure because I, I find that stuff fascinating. I think I remember looking that up. I find it fascinating because I'm like if you did that in California and you didn't have to travel, why do you, why couldn't you just do all this other stuff that just happened in Burlington, Kentucky, you know? Like You know, I mean at that point it's just taxes. Yeah, what's I cheap. guess. And, I don't know. I don't you know. You know, like there's... just you know, for example, um oh God, uh Ty West you know, when he directed X, you know, I guess obviously it was more efficient and beneficial for the whole production to go film in New Zealand instead of Texas. Well, wait, but what so, that was because of COVID though, right? Because New Zealand oh, was it? Yeah. Because New Zealand, as long as they went and they, as long as I think in New Zealand, you just had to quarantine for 14 days, but oh. there were no case there. Remember New Zealand was one of those countries that there were no, there were no cases. Like everybody was healthy. <laughs> so but as long as you just quarantined and made sure for 14 days you didn't you could then roam around more freely um after that ah. and um but yeah the fact that when i found that out after i watched x um phenomenal horror movie not for everybody but um <laughs> I'll, i got a real quick thing about that i just read something about a quote from him but um yeah, I can't believe how much New Zealand looks like Southern Texas. <laughs> like, I was I like, know. what the hell? <laughs> like, I thought he filmed it in Texas. I'm like, how is this New Zealand, you know? Um, no, yeah. he uh, he made a comment about um, people complaining about the content of the movie. And he, he put, well, what, did, what did you expect you were going to get from a film like this? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's literally in the trailer it's a horror movie about a film crew making a porno movie. I mean, what do you think you're getting yeah. out of this movie? You know, like it's just, yeah, I'm sure some, some mom <sighs> took a kid and then God. went on Rotten Tomatoes and was like, this movie is not for kids. This... You know, someone wrote a, going back to Batman real quick. Someone on Rotten Tomatoes wrote a review on <sighs> Batman and like gave it like two stars and said, yeah, I thought it was going to be for children. And this Batman is just really sad the entire time. And it's just not for kids. It's like, shut up, shut up. You know what? That's 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 those were the exact words are going to come out of my mouth. Shut up, okay? We don't care about your stupid review. We just just watch a freaking trailer and and look at it. You can find the sadness in the trailer, and then you can decide if your kid needs to go or not. Oh my god, that stuff! Oh, I took my kid to the movie and and he heard the f word. Oh my god, he's gonna his his head's gonna fucking explode. I mean, are you kidding oh, me? Oh oh. Wait, wait till the wait till the the kids who are fans of MCU get a hold of a Deadpool movie when he's in the MCU. They're they're not gonna know what hit them. Okay, uh, for all the people out there that don't know, Deadpool cusses a lot. Okay, and guess yeah, and what? he's gonna be he's gonna be in an MCU movie soon. So just get ready. Guess what? If you hear or say a cuss word, oh, you're gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. No one's going to turn into a serial killer because they heard the F word on a movie. It's not going to happen. Oh my God. Do anyway. You, do you remember when we went and saw don't breathe too? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And a couple brought their two children in and oh, they yeah. were both on iPads yep. playing like something watching like, you know, uh Coco melon or whatever that mm -hmm. show is for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Don't breathe too, which was, 
quite literally one of the most brutal movies I've seen quite sometimes. You you know what me and mom did when uh when you guys were little and and we wanted to see a movie and we couldn't get a babysitter or find somebody? We didn't go to the fucking movie, okay? We just, <laughs> we stayed home and guess what we did? We just rented another movie that night. Like we didn't see that movie. Yeah. At the, yeah. Oh my god. I people, man. People. Anyway, so um, don't breathe. God, we got a, we got off on a. What were we originally talking about there? I think we were talking about Salem's Lot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're done with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was the other thing I was going to tell you? Um, oh, this is way. This is like completely off. Um, but you know Mike Myers, right? Mike Myers, not not Michael yeah. Myers from Mike Mike Myers from um, you know yeah. Austin Powers. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see his new uh, show coming out on Netflix? I I you know what I've. I've seen it, but like, I couldn't tell you what it's about. Okay. So I love Mike Myers and he kind of, you know, he, he used to be kind of, you see him a lot, but then he made Shreks and it was more, just more voice. And he just kind of, you know, he popped up in glory, in glorious bastards. He's the guy in the he is Shrek. I always forget that he is yeah. Shrek. I mean, he, you know, he, he, you didn't really see him. You just heard his voice for a long periods of time. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but, um, he's doing it. He has a show and I don't even know how to pronounce it. The, the, Pintavera? I don't even know how to say it. But anyway, um, he plays all. It's it's about five characters, okay? And he <laughs> plays all five characters just like he does in like, um, um, you know, Austin Powers, which I love those movies. I think they're freaking great. But yeah. the whole premise is, is it's five people that run the world, and the way he said it was, he goes, "It's about five people that run the world, and what if they're nice." So the, every, every person who runs the world of these, and it's like a takeoff of like how billionaires, you know, like, you know, like, uh, uh, the guy from Microsoft, you know, and, and, you know, Facebook, yeah. that, like those are like, it's like this little society that run the, the world, you know, but the show is him as all these characters. And I guess every one of these characters are just like extremely nice people, but they're, they're running the world. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm, I'm anxious cause I, he, he hasn't really done anything like, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you get to see, a, I feel like he's been hidden. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a while. I'm, I'm pretty, actually pretty pumped about that one. And then, uh, did you have any more from, I have one more thing I want to talk about then I'm, I'm good. I really didn't do much more research. Well, just on, Oh, actually I have, I have quite a bit. I'll do rapid fire stuff. Um, because well, first of all, just to get our listeners excited for the next episode. Uh oh. What are we I, doing? Okay. Well, I I'm gonna go see Doctor Strange. Okay. So I, will, I I'm probably won't make that. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely gonna do a review on the next Doctor Strange movie and just okay. tell you what's going on with that. But what I was gonna tell you today is, I I think I I sent you the article. I I didn't expect you to read it because it it was freaking insane. But I'm gonna save this for next week because it kind of goes along with like, you know, the multiverse and that's what Dr. Strange is dealing with. It is a CIA analysis document called the gateway. And it is report on other dimensions and astral projection. Uh, there's a documentary on it. No, no, it's a document that was oh, published a document. in 1983 and it was declassified in 2003. You're kidding me. And I have so many notes on it. Just I tried to kind of summarize it because it is a huge article. And when I found I, I this was like an article that came out. It was from Vice, but like you know, it's got a lot of traction since then. But it came out last year, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe even sooner than that. But uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. So okay. basically, wait, is the that the point of that? Is it? Did you send it last night? Yeah, I did send it last night. I know you were at prom stuff with Kylie. So yeah, I okay, like, I remember coming through. I haven't even clicked on that yet. So okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, no, it, but uh, yeah, just just to get you amped for it, it is a physical typed document from the CIA about astral projection and the possibility of other dimensions. Sure. Which, and and the whole crazy thing was it it was a uh the whole crazy thing about it, it is a twenty eight page document. But the whole, you know, conspiracy behind it was it was missing one page. <laughs> and that yes. page that page had a lot of crucial information on it that that they've eventually found. And what that page says is just beyond me. Can't so pa- we'll talk pa- about that next week because it's a lot. Panos Panos himself won't be able to handle the information on that page, really. No, <laughs> I just we'll, we'll, well talk. I mean, it's yeah. like, we'll just talk about it next week. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm not even getting into that'll it give now, me time but, um, to that, that'll give me time to read it too. So, but yeah, and I think I think a good way to end it off just because of our horror love, and especially since we were talking about Mike Myers, we'll switch it over to Michael Myers. Because they did show footage of Halloween ends at CinemaCon. So we should and be getting a trailer pretty soon then, right? Or something. We should be getting God, like a teaser. God, I hope. I hope. <laughs> I was just watching Halloween but, Kills today when I was making dinner. Yeah. Halloween, Halloween Kills. Um, good Lord. But like I saw like the reactions to it and they were like, this movie is going to be brutal. Like what we saw was brutal. Like it's, it's going to be crazy. Apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis herself said this one's going to fuck you up. Yes. And I'm like, yes. my theories are true. I'm telling you right now, Lori's going to die. I'm telling you. Um, but I guess in the footage, it showed a lot of uh, original footage from, you know, like the first Halloween, like the John Carpenter Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of the trailer is it's Michael and Lori, like doing some hand to hand combat in a kitchen. And like Michael throws Lori over like a counter and she like breaks like glass and like cabinets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with like Michael trapped or like laying down and Lori's just like holding a knife to him. That's so, a, that's the footage they God. showed that that's the footage. Yeah, they that's, showed? that's okay. what they showed. That's right. what they showed. Well, I, yeah, I just, this whole, this whole CinemaCon thing, like reactions to, and then I don't get, I, it was, just, it was dry. Every time I click on an article, I'm like, ah, oh, it's horseshit. I, I just, I, I just want to see the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to see the trailer, man. I give me something. Give me a picture. I there were no there yeah, weren't even a you, picture of anything, you know? Like Oh yeah, no. You don't even realize like how how much stuff is actually being shown at CinemaCon too. Like there's a lot. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um it's a lot. So I uh, we can just end on this. I I we watched uh, Ambulance last night. Oh, I re- actually? Uh, yeah, I rented Ambulance last night and um dude, it is the most Michael Bay that Michael Bay has ever been in a movie. It is. Really? Oh my God. The, like if you're a fan of Michael Bay, which I, I his movies, I understand his movies are, you know, you're going to get, which this happened a lot. You're going to get, you know, high speed car chase as the two characters are making jokes about things, you know, like you're just going to get <laughs> that kind of stuff. Right. But dude, you you have like you'll have to watch this movie because you remember when I told you it was coming out the drone shots that were talked about in this. Yeah, he used a lot of drones, and I'm not talking like not talking like Ozark type shots. 
There yeah. is this, there is a scene that literally made me just go, what just happened? <laughs> like, take like a smaller version of the concrete pillars in Christine when Christine's setting back in behind underneath the overpass. So take like smaller pillars like that and, and kind of like a broken structure where it's not like a complete structure. Right. Right. There's a car chase. There's two cars and like the freaking drone, it's following the cars. It swoops down on street level through these, through these pillars comes up and swings around and then shows you the crash that happens with the cars. And oh do you know, God. and you know how he is. I, I picked up, there was only a couple of times where you could tell it was CGI. Cause it was like bad boys too. cars right. were being freaking wrecked in this. And, and he was using uh challengers, a lot of, a lot of Ram type stuff. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I saw with this drone shot. I'm like one who's controlling this drone. Cause he's a master at it. I was about to say, like, there are some crazy drone flyers out there who just, like, I don't even know how they, like, don't crash their drones when they do certain stuff. Oh, this thing, I, I think I think what I read originally, a, a majority of this movie is shot with drones. Like, really? you know, other than other than just when you've got actors talking that aren't, because this movie is basically a car chase. Like, mm-hmm. there's only little scenes here and there where people are standing still having conversations, you know, like, you know, cops or whatever, but you've got to see it for the movie making of it all. And then as far as that, Gyllenhaal's out of his mind. Like he's, he's, he's constantly, he's like screaming a lot in it. And then, and then he's just like being calm. It's it's almost like he's like really erratic, you know, like that kind of thing. And, uh, and dude, this is the best part. There were two moments where Michael Bay referenced his own movies in this movie. He referenced The Rock. Are you kidding me? He referenced no the way. Yeah. He referenced The Rock and he referenced Bad Boys in this movie. <laughs> and when it happened both times, there was so much joy that went through my body that a director <laughs> mentioned his own his own movies in a movie. <laughs> Has that ever happened before? I don't think so. When he mentioned The Rock, I was just like blown away. And then there's two cops getting out of a car and the one cop goes, well, let's just both go in like in Bad Boys. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, this is gold. This is freaking gold right now. So yeah, that, uh, that it's, um, it's just a, another, it's just a fun movie, right? It's like, you know, you're not getting Oscar performances out of this, it, but yeah. the, the drone shots that you need to see these drone shots, you need to see how he filmed this movie. It, it was it was unbelievable. So you're telling me that ambulance is more Michael Bay than Transformers? Oh, it's it's. I mean, you want to talk about oh, so many helicopters too? So many helicopters. <laughs> there were so many helicopters shots, and not just one, but multiple helicopters, and just freaking you know the swooping camera just. <laughs> from one side to the next, you know, as the, as the, uh, as the helicopter goes this way, the camera goes that way and the sunset and buildings of LA in the background. I mean, you know, Oh my God. I I just imagined like Michael Bay and like a writer's room and like, there's like a writer probably being like, well, Michael, like this scene just doesn't work. And he's like, fuck you. We want more, more cars, more helicopters. No one cares about the story. Like that's, that's, just it, and that's how imagine. he is too. That's exactly how he is. No, fuck you. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's, 
That's exactly how Michael Bay is. He, he was. Oh my god, it's so good. And you know what? He's kind of a. He's kind of up there with like John Carpenter, like speaking his mind and like just not giving a shit. He was asking an interview while promoting Ambulance about the the Chris Rock Will Smith slap because you know he's got history with oh. Will Smith. And he yeah. goes, he goes. I don't really care about the 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 slap at the Oscars. There's babies dying in the Ukraine right now because of the war. Right, that's what he said. Point. Yeah, that's what he said. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's so Michael Bay. Just doesn't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's that's perfect. I mean, I'm glad someone said it. Yeah. But oh dude, you've got it's I it's a it's a 48 hour rental, a 48 hour rental if you want to watch it. You still got time if you want to check it out. <laughs> so, um you will nice. you will not be disappointed by the uh I mean, it's 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 pure on cheese. I mean, there, there's like so many cheesy moments in it. Um, but what, that's what you're wanting, right? I mean, come on. It's, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but just from a standpoint of, of the, the drone shots and the car crashes uh, using real cars, just top of his game, buddy. Top of his game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. That's all I had, man. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think we were, we were a little amped about stuff today. I, I mean, I had plans to talk about other stuff and that just didn't happen. So well, I, I, I thought we were, I thought you were in the middle of studying. I thought we were going to do like a little short one. We're, we're an hour 20, about an hour 20 in. I like it. Yeah. I'm yeah, coming off a, you I'm know, coming off a uh, spaghetti dinner, a little carbo load. So I'm all amped up right now. So don't, don't expect a plan people. You know, it's like, the, it's like the Joker. Do I look like a guy with a plan? You know? Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's what you should take away from this podcast. But yeah, big, big episode next week. We'll talk about, I mean, I, I'll talk about Doctor Strange, and then I'm going to – I'll tell Dad about this just mind-blowing CIA report from 1983. It's, it's, like, it's like Stranger Things shit. It's, it's nuts. All right. Well, I'll, so, definitely, I'll definitely read that this week. Check it out. Yeah. It, yeah. If you can get educated on it, it'll just – it'll probably help me because I, I was reading through my notes like last night. I'm like, God, do I even know what this article is actually about? <laughs> That's how crazy <laughs> well, it is. So. If you're having trouble comprehending it, then my brain's probably just going to tap out after about three paragraphs. Oh, it was it was talking about frequencies that your brain picks up, and I'm like, oh god, oh, I've well, only been in like two float pods before, so. Well, hey, talking about that, hey, the frequency thing. What about you know Greg Fritz Simmons? I told you having the dream about getting taken over by a wave, and wakes up the next day to and gets on Google and and uh, finds out there was a tsunami in Thailand. That big tsunami that hit. I'm, I'm telling you, we're we're gonna, it's gonna be a crazy conversation next episode. I'm telling you right now. Maybe we should uh, say something right now. I think your mic just kind of went out. Yo yo yo. There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe we should dress up in wizard robes like uh, Rogan and uh, Duncan Trussell. <laughs> just go ahead and steal an idea. Yeah. Oh man, when we uh, yeah, you're coming home, or I'm coming over to Bloomington. It for Halloween for, for the whole, Oh uh, no, I'll, I'll come home for Halloween. We're, we're going to, we're planning on doing a huge Halloween episode and we're just going to turn your office into like a studio, like a podcast studio. We just, we should, we'll just do one where we're, where we're dressed up. But I think the whole month of October is just, we don't, we don't even say anything unless it's horror related for the whole month of October. Every time we talk yeah. <laughs> movie, movie horror stuff, and then like real life horror stories yeah. that we should talk about too. Yeah, we'll have we'll we'll do one. Maybe we can dress up. Maybe by that time we can get a YouTube channel where people can see what's going on. We'll be dressed yeah, up. I, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'll, I'll do a video thing. We got we got to get a YouTube special. channel. Yeah, so we can oh, so people can actually see us sometimes. Yeah, I gotta. I just gotta figure out how to record over virtual. 
shit. I don't yeah, know. We just need, it's hard. We need different technology. All right. We need we need someone to figure that out for us. Or or a buttload of cash, okay? Yeah. yeah. If you just give us a couple mil, then we'll be good. Yeah, maybe if we just we switch over to Patreon, just people can just give us money on Patreon. That's what that's So what if you want to keep listening to Dad's hash, just go over to Patreon. It's going to be $50 a week. Yeah, just per, give us some episode. just give us some cash and we'll give you some new technology. No, anyway. And All right, then, man. Yeah. I'll let you, <laughs> yeah, we're we're out of we're out of pocket. We you're do, you're procrastinating, so you don't have to study right now. Is what you're doing? That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, so, uh, all yeah. right, all right, we'll catch y'all later.